Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Spiritually Intimate Conversations podcast. I am your host, Blair Dreesen. And unfortunately, I had to take an unexpected break over the summer and heading into the fall due to me getting mono at the beginning of summer. If you missed this, (laughs) Blair had to go a little MIA so that she could better take care of her body and her health, um, which really actually opened up a lot um, over the summer. So I do apologize that, you know, I had really started ramping back up, getting episodes put out there, and then everything just kind of like had to shut down very quickly. Um, Let's just say I was super bummed. (laughs) I was kind of sulky, pouty, all the things. I was not super happy about it. I mean, nobody is to get that sick, but I had really just had come out of what I felt like was just so much healing work and growth work. And I had really spent a lot of time, um, really honoring myself and working on myself. I was also had been investing in myself. I had gotten certified in a multitude of different things, um, because I really just wanted to expand myself as a mentor, as a facilitator, Um, as somebody that I know is, is influencing other people in the work that I do. And I take that so ridiculously, um, seriously and really hold that close to my heart that I knew that there were areas I just wanted to grow more in, um, in terms of just the facilitation work and how to better hold space for other people, um, and, and my clients that I work with. And it's something that definitely has been really ingrained in me from my own mentor is that the space that I can hold for somebody else is only as big as the space I can hold for myself. And it became very clear. And I've been very honest with this over the last, uh, I don't even know how long, but I've shared in previous episodes that, you know, this last 18 months, two years has been a really imploding of sorts of a lot of things. And really what it's come down to is I was making space. This is, was a time of making space for myself, for these new things, for this purpose and this clarity that I really started to have around how do I want to support others and how do I really want to support myself? And what's the kind of healing work that I need to do for me and what's really fascinating me and what lights me up and gets me excited um, within my own journey and in how I want to, you know, then translate that over into helping others. And so a lot of my journey, this last 18 months has been that really honoring myself so that I can honor others that much more. And there was a lot of unlearning that had to happen. There was a lot of things that I had to unlearn and make more space for so that I could be able to have the space to do the things that I wanted to do. And through this experience, it has cracked open more things. Um, hugely, I feel like there's just a constant death and rebirth over the last, you know, 18 months, two years for me. So needless to say, when I had gotten sick with mono, it was just this, like, are you freaking kidding me right now? Like, this is the last thing I want to be dealing with. Um, I, have dealt with health struggles for a really long time. And it was the last thing I wanted to do because I really felt like I had gotten to a space where I was like, I am so ready to go out there and really do. And I really was, I was taking back on more clients again. Um, I had launched some new ways of working with me outside of the mentoring work that I was doing. Um, and 
I just got super bummed because I, I didn't want to do that. But what I've learned is that in being able to hold more of this space and being able to open up and, and I was making more space, there was one really vital piece in all of this that really needed to be nourished. And that was my physical body. My physical body really needed more and it wasn't getting enough. And the reason being was that me and my body had a very disconnected, uh, language around what it actually meant to feel super nourished, rested and whole. And what I mean by this is, so first let me kind of backtrack a little bit. So if you don't know, I ended up having an explant in July of 2020. And if you don't know what an explant is, it's where I had my breast implants removed and I had them removed due to breast implant illness. Now, I'm not going to go super far into depth about this right now, because this is a topic that I could expand on far deeper in other episodes. And I will in the coming weeks, we'll be talking about this because it's super important for women to hear about. But um, I had had them for 15 plus years ish. And I had been fighting them for a long time. And I didn't know this. I didn't know that this was what was causing a lot of my health problems for a very long time. And combining that with the fact that in the last five years, I also had a lot of other very large major surgeries that very much altered my body in terms of my insides, my organs, the systems, and mainly my pelvic floor. And really, um, that's the powerhouse right there for a woman. And I had a lot of surgeries there. So if you don't know this, I had a hysterectomy in, um, April, 2016, 18 inches of my colon removed in June, 2017, a rectocell repair in October, 2017. Again, I don't want to go too far into de- into depth of these surgeries. Again, we'll talk more about these in coming weeks because, um, again, super important stuff to learn about, but these things, my body, it was just kind of repeatedly getting hit over and over and over again and fighting these implants. And during the midst of all of this, you guys, I'm building, I'm building an online business and I'm growing and I'm, and I'm supporting other people and I'm having huge success and growth in my business, which was beautiful and amazing. But unfortunately, I was not always fully hearing and understanding what my body was signaling, nor was my body even fully understanding what a a solid nourished state was. So when I got mono and really got super sick, and I, I remember this, it took weeks for the doctor to even figure out what the hell was wrong with me. Okay. They were like, we don't know. They're, they're testing literally anything and everything. <laughs> we're thinking it's my thyroid. We're thinking, you know, it's adrenals. We're thinking it's at one point they thought it was my heart. Um, I mean, I'm having all these, t- I'm starting to freak out thinking like, oh my God, like something is really, really, really wrong. Um, and then they figured out it was mono. And this was the second time I've had it. I had it once when I was a teen didn't realize you could get it again, but apparently this is a pretty common thing. And, uh, and essentially it's because so mono is caused by the Epstein-Barr virus. And once you get it, you basically, it's always in your system and it's dormant in your system. And the interesting fact is, is that about 90%, I think it is what I saw 90% of all adults 
are, are, are carrying the Epstein-Barr virus dormant in their system. It's just something that they already have. Um, it's just that for some people, it gets activated in their system and then they end up getting sick and getting mono. Now, mono can take three to six months for your body to fully bounce back from. So when they're telling me this, I'm looking at them like, y'all need to shut the fuck up because you don't even realize what I've just like, I just had all of these epiphanies in business and I am so freaking ready to crush it. And I have taken all this time off to really like honor this integration period. And I'm ready to start implementing again in my business. Now you're telling me that I might have three to six months where I'm going to be so sick. I can't even get out of bed and I can barely think. And I can barely like put thoughts together. And then I'm not going to be able to hold space for people. Like, are you, uh, uh-uh. I was like such in denial mode. I was like, I, I do not, I'm not hearing this. Right. Um, so I think it was about a month into being sick with mono is finally when I went to go see a natural path because my regular doctor was just like, you just need to go home and sleep and drink a lot of fluid and rest. Like that was literally all they told me. And they're like, and just take your time. And eventually you're going to feel better. And I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, there has to be something more that can be done. So I went and saw a natural path at the end of July. And I have been telling everybody how important it is to go see a natural path now. Like, I'm not even kidding. I could probably be like the poster child right now for natural paths, you know, across the world because I won't shut up about it. It has been the most um, enlightening experience ever. Um, not only has it been amazing because they're just coming back with all of this knowledge and interesting facts about what's going actually going on with my body, but the level of support and the care that I have gotten has been so unlike any other that I've ever experienced. The only other time I feel like I really experienced this level of care was when I went and saw a pelvic PT specialist, which interestingly enough, you will learn more about this and hear more about this when we get into a conversation with a guest that I will be having come on the show, talking about pelvic floor health and women's health in general. And it's going to be a real, it's an amazing conversation. You're not going to want to miss this. Um, but anyway, so I go see the natural path. They run a bunch of tests. Um, and basically it's very clear as day to my natural path that she's like, well, you know, definitely your body has been fighting these implants for a long time. Um, you know, your body is still not healing from that on top of all these other fires that are in your system. And essentially like your body's never been able to get to a completely healed state. So every time that you think you've been healed, you haven't been healed and your body is just running on less and less and less and less. And now you've just reached a point where the body's just like, and we're done, we're tapping out. We just can't even, even anymore. Now that is, um, So the biggest misconception that I even had going into my explant surgery was that I was going to take them out and my body was just going to bounce back and I was going to feel so much better. And even though I was feeling better right after I got them taken out, and I've seen a lot of people that bounce back pretty quick after an explant, um, I think just because I had them in for so long, because I ended up also having all of these other issues. And we're talking a lot of gut issues started to happen for me, especially in the last couple of years, my ability to be able to naturally just detox off of these explants and get this out of my system, my liver, you guys, my liver enzymes were through the roof. Um, my, you know, uh, 
like, I'm trying to think of all the things like, oh, my gut bacteria. I had zero good gut bacteria in my gut. Zero. They couldn't even find it. They couldn't detect it. It was not existent in there. All it had was bad bacteria growing in there. Um, so there was, I mean, and that's just a couple of things, but it, there was so much stuff that we found. And now it's been about not only healing all those things, but obviously I had to, I had to slowly heal my body back from mono before I could even start to address detoxing. So I'm kind of in this in-between phase right now where I'm healed up enough from mono. Like I'm still not a hundred percent you guys. And so I'm being very mindful of my energy and, um, picking and choosing what feels correct and being still very easy in my days, um, to allow for my body to still heal from the mono. Um, but we're slowly starting to add things in to kind of help the liver, the kidneys, my colon, my digestive tract to really start helping it detox itself from all of these things. So through this whole experience, it again, just really reminded me of a couple of things of one, just how important it is to really understand the language of our body and really become more connected to our body. And I really think that a lot of this also came from the work that I've been doing, um, with, you know, deconditioning and the shadow work and feeling safer in my body and nervous system regulation. And that's a lot of the work that I've dived deeper in. This was work that I was already doing, but I was like, I need to go deeper now. Um, I need to learn more now. And this is something that's super like huge to me. Um, I'm a one line in my, um, human design chart and I'm all about learning and investigating and, and getting more and more and more knowledge about things. And so I really was deep in this nervous system regulation, honoring my body, listening to my body, getting my body to feel safe. And it became very clear through this last year that my body wasn't feeling very safe for a multitude of reasons. Obviously a lot of it was due to things that were stemming from physical health. So that was a huge thing for me that really came through. Another one was really just this whole mentality that we tend to get as entrepreneurs. If you're an entrepreneur listening to this, I'm, I'm sure you can relate to this, that there's this whole push kind of like out there, like you can't take a break from your business. You have to show up consistently to be successful. You always got to be online. You got to do, do, do. And as much as I'm I don't think it's wrong to show up consistently. I think that there is benefits to this, right? I think that there's a blurred line here that we just need to be real with ourselves about that. There are times that yes, it feels energetically correct and it is supportive for your energy and for your overall health and wealth. And you're literally your whole life feel supported while you're going and doing these things and showing up in business. But then there comes this kind of blurred line between showing up in times and working in times and doing in times where it's not healthy anymore for your physical body, for your emotional body, for your mental health. And it's, it's starting to have more of those conversations publicly. So we can hear this as entrepreneurs 
um, and really owning when I need to take a break, I need to take a break because this is what is best for me. And it doesn't mean that my business isn't as important enough to me. It doesn't mean that I don't, you know, want to hit those income goals. It doesn't mean that I am not still a successful, badass mentor. It just means that I am being very clear in my boundaries and recognizing when my body needs me to do just for me. And, and it, it's okay to take a break. I think we live in a society that just fuels this toxicity around a burnt out state all the time. It's very like, you know, you hear people, how are you doing? Oh, I've just been really busy these days. Or how's things going? Oh, it's just so crazy. You know, I'm just doing this and I'm doing that and blah, 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 blah. It's like everybody is just this verbal diarrhea of all the things that we're doing and how busy we fucking are all the time. And I think as business owners, it is our duty and for us to be in integrity to show our clients and the people that we influence a healthy balance between uh, working in integrity and taking breaks for yourself as a mentor, as a leader, as you know, no matter what you do, even as a mom. Okay. This is not just for entrepreneurs. This is also for moms of recognizing when you need these breaks for yourself and not being so burnt out all the fucking time. Right. And so it's definitely something that, I mean, I was doing. Okay. And this is where I just want to invite you into this, like, you know, tapping back in, just being honest with ourselves. Like you're not in the wrong if you're doing this or not, but I had to really get more clear and recognize that I thought I was taking enough breaks for myself. Cause I had really started shifting things over the last several years, especially when I made the transition from, I, in the very beginning of my business, I was working with women in health and fitness online. And then I really started switching over into working with women, um, within, you know, private coaching. I created a course called the heal method and really helping women work through like deeper subconscious reprogramming work, inner healing work, inner child healing, you know, really get better understanding their bodies and their energy and, you know, really understanding how they show up in this world through the lens of human design. And really this, it's a deconditioning and unlearning process that I was really feeling very called to support women in. And through this work, I was learning very much more about myself as a projector, as you know, how my aura works, how my energy works, how I need to take more breaks and, and be able to, you know, clear out my energy field a little bit more because I absorb in a lot. Um, and I'm very empathic. Uh, and through this work, I thought, well, I'm doing it right. And it wasn't until I got so sick again and I'm sitting there at the natural paths office and she's literally saying all these things to me. And I'm like, she's so right. Like, how did I not see this? Right. (laughs) How did I not see that? Maybe what I thought was a normal state of nourished is not actually a normal state of nourished because I haven't had a normal state of nourished in God knows how long, right? Because things have been I had been so ingrained in certain behaviors or manipulated in certain behaviors or conditioned in certain behaviors that even when I was unlearning certain things, I still hadn't really unlearned or unpacked enough, right? And so this is just a part of the process. There's always all these other layers that we go through. It's, it's you know, it's there's these things that we're always learning about ourselves. And the more we come home to ourselves and the more that we tap into our bodies and the more we learn how to honor that and, and sit in that sacredness of 
listening to our bodies, the more our bodies have to say, and we learn more and we grow more. And so it's through this entire process that I've had a very rude awakening to a lot of things. I had to unpack a lot of different trauma that I didn't realize I was holding on to, especially when it came to getting my implants taken out and really seeing my body. Um, again, in this, it's more natural, you know, in its natural form. Uh, but it's just, this whole process has been very learning and, and, and growing me in a multitude of ways. So like always, I just want to be so transparent with you guys. So raw with everything that I'm going through, because I know through my shared experience and our shared experience, this is how the ripple effect occurs. This is how change happens. This is how we all grow together. And ultimately that's what I want. And so moving forward, what I really want to do is I'm going to create, um, some more conversations around some of these vital pieces that I feel like we just don't hear enough about. We don't hear enough about pelvic floor health, women's health, vagina. We don't hear about, um, breast health, uh, breast implants. We don't hear enough about other ways to advocate for ourselves and our health and our body. We don't hear enough about different ways to heal our bodies and support our bodies, how to get connected to our bodies and really understand that language between us and our bodies. That is huge. So it's going to be a full range of different ways of, of that we're going to be talking about these things and different guests and solo podcasts and things to come. But this is really what I want to invite you into is this conversation. And I really want to invite you to just to take a moment and just check in and be like, am I possibly just doing things right now that aren't really honoring my body, that really aren't honoring my health, that really aren't really honoring me feeling safe in my body and ultimately like, you know, safe in, in your life. Right. And how can we just have an honest conversation about this and get really real and raw about it? And sometimes maybe talk about the things that are a little harder to talk about. So this is the invitation that I'm throwing out there for you to just come and join me along in these next several, I don't know how many episodes this is going to go, but for right now, this is the energy pulling me to, this is what I want to talk about, because this is what I'm currently even going through in my own healing journey. And so, um, again, it's going to be a lot of different topics in mind. And if you, the listener are like, oh my God, I would love for her to talk about this, or I'd love for you to bring on maybe somebody that you see online, who's talking about, a, a, a something that you think is going to be super informative and super helpful for this, uh, converse, these conversations, please, by all means message me. Or if you're somebody who's like, this is my thing. This is where I'm lit up. This is where I want to support women. This is what I do. I want you to feel like message me, tell me what you do. I want to hear about it. I want to learn from you guys. And I want us to have this beautiful community growing right now of just really supporting one another in this deeper healing work. Um, and really supporting our bodies. And I'm just so excited about it. I, I cannot wait for um, more of these conversations to unfold. So I love you guys. Um, again, if this episode serves you, if you got nuggets from this episode, please, by all means, share it, tag us um, and share 
with your friends um, about the episode, share with your friends about what's to come in these next several episodes with Spiritually Intimate and what we're going to be diving into, because I'm telling you right now, what we're going to be having conversations around, you're not going to want to miss them. You will not want to miss them. You're going to want to listen to them. You're going to want to share them because they're going to be that, that supportive for you and your body. And I cannot wait. So love you guys. I'm so pumped to be back to recording and I look forward to hearing or uh, <laughs> hearing from you guys. I do look forward to hearing from you guys too, but I look forward to uh, showing up and sharing with you guys more in the coming weeks.